you. What is up, everybody? And welcome to the Get Your Bell Wrong Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. What a week one it was in the NFL. Um, Did not live up to most of our expectations, at least as far as fantasy goes, but there were some pretty crazy things. We will break down all of it and look into week two. But first, Kevin Reynolds, how you doing? Hanging in there, buddy. Loving all the warm weather. Keeps me out on the courts. Things are going well. Uh, today's my day off, so drinking a couple beers and getting things done. Excellent. I'm I'm battling a little cold here, so if I disappear for a second here or there, I just I had to mute myself and get this get this nastiness out. Um. The one, the main thing I want to say to all of our fantasy listeners here is please don't forget that it's week one and don't panic. Okay. We, week one is such a small sample size of what is to come. And there's such crazy outliers that always happen. If, you know, if we get too, too caught up in this, you know, Joe Burrow stinks and Jamar Chase should be dropped. And let's not, let's not be crazy. T Higgins, he's not going to give you goose egg every week. Um, we're okay. And uh, on the opposite end, you know, there are some guys that blew up that look, this is going to be it. This is going to be, what was that? Uh, Ogletree or something from the Cowboys. I always, always think of him. He had like three touchdowns on week one, six years ago or something. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, here he comes. And that was it. So let's yeah, okay. he scored again all year. Let's not get too crazy. Yeah. Um, your boy, that loud fella man was talking, uh, on serious about week one being the hugest mistake maker of an all fantasy because so many people just freak yeah. um like my, my nephew for example he goes one and one in, a, in our league of record frogger because um but he has aaron Rodgers. but he went one and one getting zero from him yeah. he's got this um, actually an amazing team i think one of the the teams have a legit shot of winning it and he texted me yesterday saying he's considering a fire sale of his whole team already. Like, just giving up because he lost Rodgers. His backups, Ritter, not exactly great, but work a deal. Find something on yes. the waiver wire. Do anything you can. Why would you give up after week one, especially after you won without Rodgers? His team's so good. Just people make so many rash decisions, and it just doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Just for funsies, I, I want to turn back the clock here. And let me give you some names, okay? DeAndre Swift, Cordero Patterson, Kareem Hunt, Clyde Edwards-Elaire, Dontrell Hilliard, James Robinson. Those were all top eight scoring running backs week one of last season. Okay? Let's Now, you had Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor. You know, those names are in this list as well. But let's calm down a bit, all right? We're going to have... We're going to have some no names pop up every single week, but let's not get too crazy. You, you know, I don't think last year too many people went out and dropped a whole bunch of their fab money on Dontrell Hilliard, or at least I hope they didn't. But who knows? People are crazy. They are. But I don't even it, think it's so much about going after these no names. It's more about people dumping really solid players on their team just because they didn't do anything at week one. That's what really kills you. It's yep. it's just, it's maddening one week and, and week one's always so volatile. We never know what to expect, you know, right. especially since half of these star players 
play about seven snaps in the preseason. So this first game is almost like a glorified preseason game for them. It just unfortunately counts for their season records. So, so why and, why do you put so much stock in one week? And that's a huge reason why I took the under on the Lions-Chiefs game. Because, like you said, glorified preseason game. The offenses aren't going to be clicking, in most cases, in week one. It's it's Honestly, it's a little easier to play defense, I think, personally, from doing it forever, um, than it is to be offense. Because you don't necessarily need to be in sync and in rhythm with the other guys on the field. And I mean that more of like um, quarterback to wide receiver type of deal. Like you have timing routes. There aren't timing routes on defense. You're covering the guys. Um, but anyway, we had some serious – I mean, Tua, a lot of people thought he was going to do well, but he came out and threw for 466 yards. And we'll break down each game individually. But well, we got to talk about that real quick because we didn't do that the show of um, our bold picks for the – for the year, but you may remember a few weeks ago, I told you one of mine, if we had done that show was mm-hmm. Tua for MVP. Um, and also Tyreek Hill to break the all time yes. season receiving record. Yes. To get his 2000 yards. Well, he's on pace for 3000. So, so yeah. far, so good. <laughs> Your bold prediction. Woo! Yes. Um, crazy names of Mac Jones, QB two for the week, Jordan love QB three. Now look, some of this stuff's going to pan out. You know, Mac Jones got a new offensive coordinator. He played well two years ago, his rookie year. Maybe this is something that sticks. Um, But there are certain things that week one teaches us uh, that we we can use. For example, and for me personally, I have Austin Eckler in a league or two. And I went out and probably overpaid a little bit to make sure I got Josh Kelly. Because one thing I knew up until yesterday is that Josh Kelly is a plotter and not very good. Or not yesterday, but... On Sunday, I watched him on Sunday and he passed the eye test for me. He was a top 10 running back on the week. Granted, that's not going to happen all the time, but Eckler's dealing with an injury. And if I got him on my team, week one told me that Kelly is the immediate backup. We know that now. We did not know that going in because the Chargers have never really had anyone, you know, step up and and spell to or uh, Eckler. We was hoping it was going to be Spiller. It wasn't. They tried Josh. They tried Josh Kelly. Something's clicking for him, and he passed the eye test. So that the little things like that, maybe who the direct backup is. Kenneth Gainwell came out and stole all the all the carries basically for Philly. Now, granted, he's out this week with a rib injury, but it seems like he's the guy. Not many people had him being the guy going into this year. Little things we can take away from week one, but a lot of it we can just sort of say, hey, let let's let's wait till week two or three and see what's really shaking out here. Yeah, even things like that, like, say, Gainwell. I mean, Sirianni came out today and said there was going to be weeks now where Swift literally is the only back on the field, but he's going to just take care of the whole game. And, and we're at a point now where Penny, like, healthy scratches. And where, where did this all come from? You and I thought he might leave the team. And, and I don't understand that at all. I don't know what he's done. I don't know if he ran over Sirianni's dog or well, something's happened there, but – could he have gotten that much worse since last season? That was where Josh Kelly, I still don't trust. But in your case, this could turn out to be a great thing that you overpaid a little bit because you may well be playing him this week. Yeah, and man, uh, 
I know a lot of us are dealing with injuries. I'm dealing with quite a few on on several. You always teams. do. I would say Tim, you need to send out an alert. I know you have a Brown fantasy scape again because you decided to go back into more leagues again. But I would be if I was you, I'd be a good human being. Send out a text, send out an email to all these GMs of the people you draft and let them know, hey. I did this. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's very likely this guy you're going to miss anywhere from two to 17 games this season. <laughs> just throwing your heads up. Love, Bobby. I mean, it'd just be the right thing to do. It really is insane, isn't it? It's 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 odd. You do have an uncanny ability to get players injured. Uh, I know. And I, I do apologize to all of those guys, to the Mark Andrews, the Deontay Johnsons of the world, the Cooper Cups. You guys were fine until you joined my team. It's every and year, now. but that's the thing. It's not just this year. It's always. I you know. just you are a fantasy cancer to the NFL it players. It is amazing that I am able to win any fantasy championships ever. It's yeah. incredible that it happens. Um, all right, so first game of the week. What a way to start the year. I know there weren't. There are basically half as many points as we thought there were going to be, at least most folks. Um, but, man, what a great game between the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Jared Goff was fine, did his thing. David Montgomery did his thing on brand. Three and a half yards of carry, found the end zone. Love it. No targets for Montgomery, I don't believe, which was interesting. Um, they brought a lot of heat, the Chiefs did, and they had to keep their running backs in to, to block a good bit. But Jameer Gibbs looked very explosive. Every time he touched the ball, he looked good, except one time he slipped and fell down. Uh, and then Amon Ross St. Brown was fine. Uh, got you your six for 71 and a touchdown. And Sam Laporta, rookie, not big numbers, but they went to him a bunch, five catches. So you like seeing that. Uh, and then for Kansas City, Mahomes was not Mahomes. No, that's Rushing. bull crap. He was fantasy numbers. Well, yes, correct. But he – I don't know what else the guy could do. He's putting freaking yes. little dimes on in his receivers' hands that they want to just play volleyball and and bump them up, set them up to to the other team. That I don't know what Mahomes can really do do about that. You're right. Uh, Twelve guys had targets for the Chiefs. Talk about not knowing going into Week One, not knowing things. Twelve guys got targets. Pacheco, the running back, Isaiah Pacheco, led the team with four catches. Um, no one had more, no one even got to 50 yards receiving. Nope. Poor our guy, poor Sky Moore didn't didn't catch a single ball. Those actually weren't his fault. Those are Mahomes was not could not find Sky Moore, but gosh, I Kadarius Tony. Yeah, what do you have? Two or three drops? I think it was the three total drops, of which one, of course, led directly to a pick six. You six. literally cannot put in the NFL a ball in a better spot for a receiver than what he did on that play. I, I just, it was unreal. You, yeah, you just can't make it better. You just can't. And he still went straight through his hands, literally like straight through him, right into, into the lion's hands, yep. touchdown. Yep. It was, it was embarrassing. I saw an awesome meme of him yesterday. I almost put it on, on our Facebook site. It was just a picture of an ice cream cone upside down on the on the pavement. It just said, all, the caption always just said, Kadarius Tony's ice cream. 
yeah he got it a post was so album. simple so easy it's so it spoke volumes it was, it was freaking amazing one good thing about our guy sky Moore is i'm pretty sure he ran the most routes of anybody yeah, he on did. the team i saw he's that. out there and he had targets we just just couldn't make that connection so i'm holding out one more week but let me ask he, you this if the money was right would you trade kirk cousins and sky Moore for cd lamb What's my – oh, this is in your league? So you have Anthony may Richardson? may not be. I'm just okay. asking. Yes. If I had Anthony Richardson, um, see, I'm not as sold on him as you are. I think you should do it. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm contemplating offering it to him, but I don't know that he's going to do it. This is Frogger again because he's in dire straits yes. with Desmond Ritter. I would do it. I mean, CeeDee Lamb's easily the best player in that deal. And I, I have no idea it. if he'd even go for it at all. He, that's, yeah, I would. I'm just – I just was wondering if I should even offer it. Yeah. Anything else for that? No, I liked game? watching this game. And I think Gibbs, much like uh, my boy B. John, are a lot of people are like, was this how it's going to be all damn year? Like seven carries, really? B. John does all the work. And then you let what's-his-face uh, Algier get all the points. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's their first NFL game. So, again, people, do not freaking panic. It's one game, their first NFL game. Give them a break. They're going to get worked in more and more as they learn the schemes, as they learn the blocking schemes, as game scripts are different. The guys are going to get their carries. Do not freak out and lose your minds over it. Speak of Speaking of freaking out, the Browns shellacked the Bengals. And there was some weather. I get it. But good grief. Joe Burrow, 14 for 31 for 82 yards. 82. Um. Mixon, the, no one did anything for the Bengals in this game. But the one thing I like about Mixon, he had 13 carries. Chris Evans, the quote backup, two. And Mixon also had, what, something like five targets. He had three catches. Uh, didn't do much with his work, but he's getting the work. And with opportunity, good things are going to happen. Deshaun Watson, he made some good throws, but he kind of looked like his old self um, from last year, the – you know, missing some guys, that kind of thing. Nick Chubb is a man amongst boys. He did his thing. He averaged six yards a carry, 18 carries, 100 yards, just didn't find the end zone. And he had four catches. I don't know this to be fact, but that has to be the most catches he's ever had in the game. So if they can keep throwing him the ball, he's going to be a top three running back in this league. He is just the man. Uh, but then receivers, it's, he led the team in catching. Now that I'm looking at it, four catches. He Elijah Moore had 21. three. Mari Cooper had three. Uh, not great. They did give Elijah Moore two carries, which makes that interesting, his usage. If they're going to scheme up some things for him that way, which they should, uh, that'll be interesting. But nothing really else to to write home about. I was almost right on the Joku. Right position. Wrong almost guy. right. Harrison Bryant got that score. Remember I, I said Njoku was one of my starts last week. I yeah, he was. Two for 24, but didn't get the score. If he gets that touchdown, you're happy with that. Yeah, it's a lot of woulda, shoulda, coulda in fantasy, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, a very surprising game to a lot of people. A lot of people, again, completely freaked out over this game. Guess what? Burrow's first action since the AFC Championship yeah. game, basically. Yeah. You know, give the guy a break. The, the, the big one, of course, was T. Higgins with zero catches. That was a... I wouldn't say that this is an alarming thing, but it was just so ugly that it might not just be magical this week, 
But since they play the Ravens and Burrow literally owns them, what mm-hmm. a perfect game for the Bengals to have this huge comeback. Uh, it sucks for me but uh, and the Ravens. But is there a more perfect game for them to get their act together? They, he does normally do well against Baltimore. That um, he does. And, and speaking of them, you have to be somewhat happy with your 25 to nine win uh, over the Texans. As far as the Texans go, not a lot to say here. It, you know, we only put up nine points in an NFL game. It's not great, but for CJ Stroud and a lot of people are hating on him. I watched a decent amount of this game. I didn't think he looked terrible. 28 for 44. He's above 50% passing completion percentage, which, you know, that bar is pretty low, but rookie year coming in against a, Pretty good Ravens defense. I know you're not too high on them, but they can get after the quarterback. He was pressured all day long. Um, but uh, another positive, Nico Collins, six for 80. We mm-hmm. were wondering, this was another question. I think is probably answered week one. Who is the number one receiver there? We kind of thought it was him. Now we saw it. So it sort of just tells us, hey, you know what? We, we weren't sure. Now we might be. Uh, Robert Woods, though, six for 57, man. Uh, I didn't see old man Woods uh, doing that kind of deal. But then for you guys, Lamar Jackson, a couple throws looked really nice. But overall, I don't think he played a great game. Um, threw a pick, even rushing, only 38 yards on the ground. So he he lets you down big time. Uh, but I'll tell you who didn't. Mr. Zay Flowers, my friend. Told loved you. Him. Told loved you. him from Boston College. Nine for 78. Plus he had two carries. If. This is what the offense looks like. I'm in because I don't know if he'll get as many targets right. once Andrews is back. Should. But man, Should. who cares? Nine, nine out of 10, 78. Yeah. The whole offense yeah. looked weird in this game. Yes. I it couldn't like it they out. were. It, it, it's a thing like in tennis. I, when you, you've got to break these old habits before the new habits can really take hold. That's what this was. They look like they were, it's so ingrained in them, that old offense that they are struggling to get away from it to really embrace this new offense. But I think it is going to come. It's just going to take a few weeks. But Lamar, I'll tell you what, the quarterbacks who got paid, Burrow, not a good game. Hurts, not a good game. Lamar Jackson, not a good game. Herbert played okay, but I hope the money's not getting there. Lamar didn't look confident. No, he but look he was like 17 it. for 22, so it's not like yeah. he was completely awful. He didn't get the touchdowns because they ran them in with the act. I love that they're actually running in with the running backs instead of making him the goal line back. Sure. So I can't I can't get upset with that. And and this is the thing, Not people that fantasy. drafted him should know this. This offense is different. And I don't think he's the primary running back anymore. So, Lamar, okay, so that I, is. he's not. Since since we brought that up, let's talk about it. Who is? Because J.K. Dobbins towards Achilles. So He's out Gus now. Justice will still get his, but Gus will be, I think, the primary yeah. guy that's going to get the ball. But Justice Hill, man, he's a guy. If you can go get him, if he's in my league, he's long since when he was drafted. But if he's out there, man, you you do what you can to get him because he's going to get opportunities all year long. And if Gus goes down, damn, you got yourself a, a number one back. I, I grabbed Gus in a couple leagues um, that he was not on a team. But – Man, this the Ravens team. I don't know because they're they're going to bring up Melvin Gordon, or they're they said they don't feel like signing somebody else. They His might. Best days you know, are way behind him. I wouldn't be worried about him at all. That's what we said about Latavius Murray last year. That's what we said about Devonta Freeman, yeah, but, two three years ago. Yeah, but neither one of them did exactly lit up the league. I, I'm not. I, but they but they they got in the way. 
yeah. don't want them getting in the way of Gus Edwards. He's the guy. Let him be the guy. That's that's what I need. Yeah, and I think he will be the guy, but I think Justice Hill will get his just like Gus gets his when J.K. Dobbins is starting. I think now Justice Hill will be worked in the same way. I think Melvin Gordon's going to be a guy who will get about four carries a game. Uh, okay, I can I, I can go for that. In a game that I, some people probably didn't see coming, I was not surprised that the Buccaneers beat the Vikings. If you remember, one of my um, bold predictions was that the Vikings would finish last in their division. They're on pace. Uh, Baker Mayfield didn't look great, but he did find the end zone twice, right? Yeah, Two touchdown did. passes. Uh, the Rashad White, good grief. I mean, t- 2.3 yards a carry. They, they could not get anything going on the ground. Neither and team. yeah, Mike Evans, six catches, 66, 66 yards and a touchdown. And Chris Godwin did okay. If you're in a full point PPR, he got you double digits, five for 51. Nothing, nothing great, but you know, something that you can maybe build on. And then um the Vikings kind of looked the same, I guess. Um Kirk Cousins threw for more yards, but he threw a pick. Um two touchdowns, but he did throw an interception. And what he lost two fumbles? Yes. Kirk Cousins, yeah. So that is killer. One he got and lit I, up. The other one was completely his fault, just being careless. Yeah, I, I made a joke that uh, on the Thursday night game because Marvin Jones coughed up a fumble and was dropping passes as well. I made a joke that Marvin Jones was wearing a Kadarius Tony jersey, <laughs> and uh, Alexander Madison could have been wearing a a, Rash, a Rashad White jersey or vice versa because they basically had the same game. Yeah, neither team. Uh, Justin, could Jefferson was the only guy really that looked awesome. Nine for 150, that's what you need to do to him. But I think he had 138 yards in the first half. Yeah, it was something big, and they, they just sort of shut him down in the second. You force-feed that guy the ball. I, I think he did. They, I mean, he had 12 targets, but well, not they in the second started half, doubling, tripling him, just trying to keep that lead and make him beat him on the ground, which they couldn't do. Yeah. Uh, now, Jordan Addison did catch a touchdown pass, but – um Outside of it was like a 35-yard touchdown pass or something. Outside of that, he didn't really uh, do much. But if it's fantasy, yeah, who you're cares? good. I don't... TJ Hawkinson Im- impressively only had 35 yards on eight grabs. That is hard to do. I mean, if you saw it, though, they're all just little – mostly just little dump-offs. They weren't really even routes. It was run out three, just a little hitch, run out three yards, turn around. There's the ball. It's right, hits him right in the gut and then immediately tackled. No chance to do anything with it. Yes. Send the guy down the field. Easy peace. Yeah, interesting. Interesting play calls. <clears throat> Next one. The Atlanta Falcons easily took down the Carolina Panthers by two touchdowns, 24 to 10. Bryce Young, Stroud didn't look great. Bryce Young, even though he threw for a touchdown, I thought looked worse. He threw two picks. He looked scared to death. And I will say the Falcons were pressuring him, but Stroud was being pressured by the Ravens as well. Um, Bryce Young, he did not look confident, anything like that. Miles Sanders didn't stuff the stat sheets, but 18 for 72, I'll take it. Uh, four for 26 in the receiving game. I, if he scores a touchdown, he had a monster week. Yeah. You know also what I'm saying? lost a fumble. Yeah, he did. He did. You're right. Uh, and that's a problem. But he still played after that, so it's not like he got yeah. uh, bench sport or anything. Big takeaway for me is Hayden Hurst seems to be the go-to for Bryce Young. Five catches, 41 yards, and a touchdown. Led the team in both catches and receiving yards. Um, hopefully that continues. I do have him in a league where I needed a, a tight end. One thing I, I read 
um, somewhere. Bryce Young's yards per attempt, and I don't know if you remember me saying this back in the draft process, but I could not find it for college stats. But I really wanted to know what his yards um, per target were, yards per target. I knew. All right, sorry, we had a little glitch in the in the system here. I, I'm not sure what uh, where we left off, but I, I'll just say Bryce Young was throwing the ball about three yards down the field, which is kind of what I thought he was going to do. It's kind of what he did in Alabama. Uh, and then for Atlanta, Desmond Ritter, what an amazing completion percentage, 15 for 18, 18 total pass attempts, and he did throw a touchdown pass. Uh, only 115 yards because they ran the ball all day long. Tyler Algier was great, 15 for 75 and two touchdowns. Bijan Robinson was great, 10 carries for 56 yards. Plus, Bijan had six yes. catches, led the team, 27 yards, and that was the score for him. And Tyler Algier had three for 19. Tyler Algier is not going to do this every week, but I'm, you can throw him in your flex. I, I know a guy listening to the show, John McGrogan, was pretty big on Tyler Algier and having him be your flex. He felt that that could be the case, and this – Proves it, I think. Um, At least now they're not gonna, right, right. Yep, that's exactly what I was going to say. They're not going to be playing ahead every week, but if they got a favorable matchup, they're just going to run as early and late and often as they can. They are, and of course, a noticeable absence on this entire uh, game log is Sir Drake London due mm. to his zero catches. Boy, you talk about some people fired up. Let me just say, watching a good bit of this game, a little bit of watching and a little bit of red zone, and maybe a couple too many Miller lights, I was cussing up a storm. I was like a drunken sailor for this one, watching Tyler Algier steal all Bijan's thunder. But again, as we talked at the beginning of the show, I don't think it's going to be like that the whole season. I think it was smart that they they gave him a nice workload, Bijan, here. But didn't make him the horse here. They're, you know, let the guy learn the game, learn the speed of the NFL, do everything. But this is going to be them all year, dude. They're just going to run teams to death. They've got a decent defense, a weak division, and two guys that can run. Why not? And they're about to get Cordero Patterson back. Not that he's great, but he can handle five to seven carries a game. Oh, yeah. And even this, even like Pitts, he he had, he led them with forty four yards. Most of it was on one flute catch. That was a pretty impressive freaking grab, you know. Otherwise, the leading receiver is going to be Mac Hollins with thirty one yards. If you look at the stat line, like the the team stats for that game, you could be looking at the a team from nineteen forty six. Yeah, just the run, run, run. Pass just got legalized. It's like local high school football around here. I love it. One pass play it. for every five rushes. But who cares? If you win, you win. And if you're a Bijan guy, you love it. If you're a Pitts or a London guy, you I this is one. I know we I know you gotta say so, but this is a week one thing that I would actually be concerned about because I think this is a tr going to be a trend. This isn't a fluke. This is what's go it's gonna be. All of these people who are high on Drake London, why? This is what's happening is what we saw happen last year, what we anticipated. At least that's what I anticipated from watching the Falcons, knowing the head coach's tendencies and what they want to do, what they like to do, the division that they're in. They didn't grab B. John number eight for fun. Right. right. Drake London's going to have some games, of, yeah, of course. course. 
I don't care if he has a 40% target share when they only throw the ball 18 times. All right? This, I agree with you 100%. This, this is one of those things I think we can take away. It's like, hey, this is how it's going to be. You'll get a couple games, Drake. When I say what London's going to have to do is he's going to really have to be on it. He's going to have to make the most out of opportunities because they, he's not going to probably have many games where he has even double-digit targets. How many, how yeah. many du- double-digit target games do you think you'll have all season? Five? Six? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. We'll We're see. not we'll talking set. recessions. We're just talking yeah. targets. targets. I know. How, you can't have double-digit targets when you only throw the ball 18 times. It's almost impossible. When right. six, nine of them, nine of those targets went to the running backs. Yeah. As And, again, Cordero Patterson is coming back. He's yeah. going to – Five to seven carries, three to five catches. Sorry, folks, if you were in on Drake, I so many times in drafts, I'm I was sitting there staring at Drake London, and I never once made that pick. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, um, it's a shame for him. Yeah, but the- well, and it's also a shame for everyone in Arizona. If you're a Cardinals fan, the Commanders did everything they could to let the Cardinals win. And the, they just refused to do it. They refused to take care of any of the um, turnovers they were given, anything like that. Josh Dobbs uh, stinks. I mean, doesn't uh, belong we in the NFL. All right, right, right. Poor James Conner, 14 carries for 62 yards. In a PPR, he did great. Five catches, yeah. eight yards, eight yards on Don't five boss. catches. He did a TJ Hawkinson, man. That was impressive. Nobody did anything for them. And honestly, look, Sam Howe, he was QB 11 on the week. I'll take it. I wanted him to be a top 12 guy. He was. Uh, Brian Robinson, 19 carries. Antonio Gibson, three. That is not what Antonio Gibson owners wanted for that usage. But look, and then Brian Robinson also caught a touchdown pass. And I think he ran more routes than he ever has in his whole life during this game. Yeah, I love so, it because I have him on my well, I had him on my bench, but nonetheless, I do have him. This is one though I wanna I wanna see pan out because Gibson is talented. I want to see if this one sticks or not. Um I think he's gonna get more opportunities than that. Yeah, I, right. Exactly. I think so too. But then the pass catchers, sorry. McLaurin, nope. John Dotson, five for forty. Nah. Yeah. You're not starting Curtis Killer. I'll tell you what though, Logan Thomas was peppered. Peppered with targets. He only had four catches for 43, but I think he had something like eight or nine targets. So eight. that's something something to keep an eye on there. Yeah, how was wild. Some of his misses were severe. Yeah. And, and the thing is, he had 14.8 points, at least in my league. Seven of it came on that rushing touchdown. So yeah. aside I from that, and we, we're not, I'm not going to take it from him. Good call. You made a good call. I mean, how I played Gina Smith, who had nine points um, in the once and done. So you made a good call, but seven of it was on that rush. You can't count on that every week. Right. Aside from that, he had about seven and a half points. He did nothing. Um, I don't know how to think about whatever the Washington team. I I think they're going to be one of these teams that they're, that they're going to go out there week to week. They're going to lose to Carolina one week, and then they're going to beat the Cowboys the next week. They're going to be just like last year, just this team that makes no baby. sense. They're going to end up. Seven and ten, eight and nine, missed the playoffs. And then Rivera's going to get canned because this new ownership's going to want to bring in their own guy. And then from there, 
who knows what's going to happen with them. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm everything you just said. I am in agreement with. <clears throat> um, next one, a game that I'm sure you had a lot of interest in, since you are a an Anthony Richardson fan. The Jaguars take down the Colts. They won by ten on the road. And there's quite a few takeaways from this one. Um, Trevor Lawrence played well-ish. Yeah, he was fine. Not great, but good. Yards, two touchdowns yeah. a pick. But he had seven carries, only 21 yards. But that's something, man, because he can use his legs. That's going to help him out. Again, kind of did what we thought he would, 77 yards, got the touchdown, couple catches. Good Five day. catches. Yeah. I did not know Car- Tank Bigsby's real name was Cartavius. That was a takeaway for me. I learned that about three seconds ago when you said it. Artavius Bigsby. Cartavius or Artavius? Car, C-A-R, Cartavius. Obviously, the clear backup. Um, Did did find the end zone. He did. Zay Jones might be the number two guy here. Poor Christian Kirk. One catch, nine Mm -hmm. yards. He may be an afterthought. Three targets. He may be an afterthought now that Sir King Calvin Ridley is in town, buddy. He was my wide receiver 13, and I texted you during that game. You and did. I was like, we were not high enough. He should have been wide receiver. Four. I got excited because I was at work, and I'm like, oh, shit. Something, oh, my apologies. Something good must have really just happened. So I looked and saw that he had scored. Eight for 101 and a touchdown. He was – there was no one on his level. He was catching balls. His, his routes looked great. He was catching balls in traffic. I watched one. Trevor Lawrence um, threaded the needle in between two defenders. Calvin Ridley looked great. And, I, again, I'm, when I say he should have been wide receiver four, I'm being a little facetious here. But I'm excited to see how this pans out. Uh, and then we'll move over to the other side of the ball. Your guy, again, not great passing, 223 for a touchdown and a pick. But 40 yards on the ground and a rushing score. For old A. Richardson, um, fantasy world, you want to see that. Deion Jackson, 13 carries for 14 yards. I know you had five catches, but you only had 14 receiving yards. And you almost have to play him this week because (laughs) Zach Moss Moss is probably still going to be out. And Hall's out who knows how long. My guy, Evan Hall, is out so because he hurt his knee. But – I I think Moss practiced today. I think I saw that he yeah. practiced today. And I don't like him. I said well, a week ago or two weeks ago. Uh, Moss, yeah, I think it was a week ago. Moss is not the guy. Evan Hall's the guy. Well, now you said Evan he's Hall's not guy. as far as his skill, but as far as right. beat writers say, he is the guy. Yes. Uh, and Michael Pittman, man, eight for 97 and a touchdown. I did not see that. But if Anthony Richardson leans on Pittman, because Pittman's good, he's talented. Dude can catch. Dude can. He's run. one of the most underrated, underappreciated dudes in the league. He you never I had hear him his name, but he puts up numbers. I had him like around the wide receiver twelve to fifteen range last year. I was big on Pittman. It, it was a letdown. Uh, maybe I missed it by a year. Maybe Anthony Richardson can can, can get this guy back. Um, we'll see. He Richardson did get hurt. You you sent me a text that said I've got to trade Kirk Cousins. Richardson's a future, and like two plays later, he gets rocked and goes yeah. out. Like, well, wait yeah, he'll be here. fine this week. He's already practicing. He'll be fine. Yeah, he will be. Um, but he looked better than I anticipated. We'll see how we'll see how the rest of it goes. Yeah, it's one game, but I definitely yeah. like what I saw. I'll always take the ru- the rushing yardage 
even without the touchdown, he still had 40 yards. I'll take that. That's four points. Mm-hmm. Why would I why would I not want that? They've got a really simple schedule for the whole year. The dude is the future. For good or worse, he is. Um well they got picked and, fifth overall. They don't have a choice. Yeah, absolutely. So uh as far as fantasy for either of these teams, it's hard to say anything with the Colts. I am worried about Bigsby's constantly snaking touchdowns, goal line touchdowns from at the end all season long. Tank Algier and Tyler Bigsby. Mm-hmm. Is that what we got going on? Gonna drive me crazy. Uh well I look. I tell you what, though, if if I'm a Travis Etienne owner, I'm putting Bigsby on my on my team. I'm making Have sure to. I get him as a handcuff. Have yep. to, yeah. Uh, the next game, the 49ers traveled to the East Coast, which is usually not a good thing. Was this and even a game? We thought was going to be a better Steelers team, and they still might be. But honestly, when it's all said and done, thirty to seven, there's not. Brock Purdy looked good. Didn't look incredible, but he looked good. Christian McCaffrey is the man. Um, Brandon Ayuk was the man for this week. Will he be next week? It might be Debo, might be Kittle. No way to know. Um, I'll tell you what, though. Two plays. If you watched Christian McCaffrey's touchdown run. It was annoying. It was beautiful. He was great. But you got to watch Brandon Ayuk's block because McCaffrey scored because of Brandon Ayuk. And then you watch, and we'll get to the game later, but Brees Hall had like an 83-yard run. Garrett Wilson didn't block anything. And it's just that is the difference between a championship-caliber team like the 49ers and a team that's going to come up short like the Jets. Let me ask you a quick question. Got to do the little things, Kevin. Oh, yeah. So many times you see those long touchdown runs. It's all because somebody is downfield not wiping somebody out or two or three guys out at once. A year ago today, would Brees Hall have gotten caught from behind? Do you think the AC oh, injury no, was just no, yeah, enough to slow yeah. him down at the end? Dude, he, I don't even think he wanted to score. I think he was waiting to be tackled. He was so tired. <laughs> Poor yeah. guy. So you don't think it's a speed thing. You think it's simply a conditioning thing till that's completely caught up from the ACL. I, I do because he still looked quick and explosive. He did. Before. He looked like the best player on the field, no doubt. Right, yeah. I, I don't think that's a problem. I don't think his – explosion sapped or anything i think he'll be just fine he just needs to need to get his wind back he was like shot through a like by by cannon there i mean he was through that line past those backers past the the secondary so fast i'm like bye bye and then i see them all so you're gonna he's sort of like just chugging off a little engine that could yes (laughs) like there's no way he's gonna be able to score his brain was telling those legs to work, and those legs yeah, were like, oh, no, man, funny. I'm good. Dude, the Niners look great. The Steelers look like trash. And here's the thing. Not only do you get annihilated at home, where you used to have one of the – maybe the three teams in the league with the biggest home field advantage, you just lost Cam Hayward for potentially the season. He's having groin surgery this week. You lost Deontay Johnson for God knows how long. Did anything yeah. even remotely positive come out of this other than – Pickens is catch, non-catch of the season so far. The good thing that came out of this week was that it's over with and they don't have to play that Niners defense this week. If yeah. it wasn't for the Cowboys defense, which we'll get to, well, they everyone play, would talk about the Niners defense. They got to play the Browns this week, and I don't know that that's going to be a whole lot simpler. Well, it. you're right. You're right, because <laughs> they, they put a hurting on Burrow. 
They sure did. It's not they looked strong. But, man, Najee, six for 31. He continues his thing. Jalen Warren, three for six. Wait, what? What is this? This is yeah. – I think Omar Epps is going to be back to solving mysterious illnesses and injuries here soon. We got a long season ahead of us, but this might be the first losing season. In, in, it might. Well, maybe he'll save it all. Maybe he'll walk out on the field and tackle somebody like he likes to do and ruin the whole damn thing for everyone. All right. Um, in what I guess we can call a nail biter, the Saints beat the Titans by fifty. So really, by one just point. anymore? You can't even acknowledge it anymore. You just move right no. on. Yes, just that's move correct. Right on. Just leave this me in high and dry. Pretty ugly. Pretty <laughs> ugly. Um, Brian Tannehill, not even two hundred yards passing, three interceptions, less than a fifty percent percentage. I know. I don't know why Derrick Henry only had 15 carries. He needed to have the ball. He needed to have 30 carries. And I know we don't want to do that. That's why we brought in Tajay Spears. And Spears actually played a lot. He only had something like four touches. Uh, but he was on the field. They even lined him up at wide receiver a couple they times. They did. Yeah, so they that did. was good. And DeAndre Hopkins, first game, seven for 65. He continues to be able to produce, albeit not like his old self. No. But with no matter who is throwing him the ball, um, Traylon Burks, man, I love you so much, but you're just not getting it done. Derek Carr. Yeah, did we miss on him or, 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 or is the jury still out? He's played a season and a game. So, so many of these receivers don't really even hit their stride till year three. So are we giving up on him yet? Or do we still have some, at least small level of hope? I have lots of hope. I also don't have him on a single fantasy team. Gotcha. So take that for for what you will. Didn't you have him oh. as your number one? He was my number one receiver coming out. You you can't if I'm watching film of SEC action and you are roasting. I mean, wide open. Every it's it didn't S- matter what route he ran. It wasn't just when he's running post. It, it didn't matter the team what route he was. There's never anybody within five yards of him. That's how good he was. I know, and they 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 schemed it for him. Let's do that in the NFL. So, so let's ask, is it him or is it what we always tell people with the with the actual NFL draft? Your destination is Yes. Everything. Oh, yes. Everything. You're telling me. What would he be doing if he went to the Vikings? What would he be doing yes. if he went to the Eagles? You know, yes. any, Jacksonville, KC, what would he be doing? Yes. Yes. He'd be doing, he'd be doing more than, what, two catches for – Nine yeah, yards or whatever it was. It's just crazy. Uh, but then the Saints, man, jo- Jamal Williams looked exactly like I thought he would look. 18 carries, 45 yards, baby. Two and a half, ca- two and a half yards a pop. Love that for him. Um, Chris Olave, exactly what I thought he would look like. Eight for 112. He's on a different level. Uh, Michael Thomas, I told you, five for 61. That first drive, man. He had two catches in three plays, and I was like, yes, yes, because I had to start him in a couple leagues. Um, he didn't end up having a huge game, but I'll take five for 61 for Michael Thomas. The question I have for you is Rashid Shahid. We saw him do it a couple times last year, not often. He's the burner. He's fast. Five for 89 and a touchdown. He all, They also gave him two carries. Are you running out and adding him to your squad? Uh, he's already on one in my league, so I couldn't anyway. But here's the deal. The majority of all of his points there came in one play, one long touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it was just a ho-hum, normal game for a number two, number three receiver on a team. 
So I, he's a guy that definitely week one, I am not freaking out spending all my money to go out and get a guy who will likely do this two more times all season. Wide receiver 11 on the week. It's on the week. That's we, we, yep. we said at the beginning week one. Um, right. Do I That's expect one. this every week from him? Not even remotely. Like I said, if it wasn't for that one big play, he basically had four catches for 40 yards. If I have somebody who hates Sky Moore and wants to drop him for Rashid Shahid, I'm not going to tell him no. I personally wouldn't do it yet. I no, also I, love Sky Yeah, I'm not dropping Garrett Wilson for him, that's for sure. Let's not be silly. Well, I'm not. I'm um, just saying, look at Garrett Wilson's numbers with Zach Wilson. They're not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Another game that wasn't very fun to watch, the Raiders beat the Broncos also by a point, 17-16. to 16. Uh, Josh Jacobs was not good, but he didn't really have a whole lot of running room uh, during the game. Garoppolo was efficient, 20 for 26, only 200 yards. Uh, he did have two passing touchdowns, both to Jacoby Myers, who was the wide receiver one in this one. Nine for 81 and two. Devontae Adams still had six catches for 66 yards. Uh, what are you doing about Jacoby Myers? He He knows the offense. Um, John, you, you asked me a few weeks ago if yeah. would I take it was something like Jacoby in the eighth or or uh, what's his name? Um, who's the other dude? Um, Hunter Renfro, or would I take oh. him like the 11th? Yeah. And I said in a heartbeat, Jacoby Myers because Renfro's not going to do trash he, or get crashed. He's going to have three catches for 17 yards in a given week. What am I going to do with him? Do I expect him to go 981 for two touchdowns every week? 100% not. He had two touchdowns in week one. He might have nine touchdowns for the entire season. So if Which you're somebody great. that wants to go out and waste a bunch of money on him, good luck. Have fun. I I, I, can't, I can't. I can't really get behind it. Kobe Myers has been in the league like six years or something. He's been yeah. here a while, right? He misses I think a lot of games here and there, like short. It was a one game. They don't miss two games. No big injuries. He's going to be a, a floor play most weeks, in my opinion. Although, I mean, he's running the short routes, the what Garoppolo likes to throw. You know, Devontae Adams yeah. might be a little too deep for uh, for Garoppolo's um, preference, but. I don't know. Hey, I, I don't the, want to discount Jimmy G's nine rushes for 11 yards. Uh, that was shocking and i can't imagine he might not have nine rushes for the rest of the year what was the purpose of that i don't know um i tell you what though the the thing i i it, hate the most from this game is that jacoby myers and Devonte adams look too much alike because uh, i have Devonte adams on a couple teams and i kept thinking ah yes to, nope that was jacoby yeah. uh the, the, they're both got their dreads hanging out there i think jacoby's what number 16 Devonte's number 17 we need to change this. We need someone needs to get a haircut or something. Quit, quit freaking me out. Um, okay. Russell Wilson didn't look great. Completed twenty-seven passes. Okay, hundred and seventy-seven yards. Not the yardage output you want from him. Uh, two touchdowns though. And I will say, from what I watched of this game, Russell, he did not look like Seattle Seahawks Russell, but he was. His pocket presence was there. He was more mobile in the pocket, escaping the rush. And he had a few really nice throws. Um, the touchdown pass to Sutton I liked. The touchdown pass to little Jordan Humphrey. I, he looked good at times. Uh, Javante Williams, it was 13 carries, kind of what I thought. 
52 yards, kind of what I thought, hoping he was able to find the end zone. He wasn't. Um, and I do think he's going to – he had four catches but only five yards. I think he'll have more um, receiving I output. I think they were testing him still. He's going to yeah, get more work. Sure. He'll get more. And I think he needs to learn to trust the leg, and they'll start working more so he can get more of a rhythm now. I think they were smart to just chill out a little bit, back off. So let me ask you, Samaj P. Ryan, eight carries, 41 yards, also four catches, 37 yards. Can you start him as a flex? Right now you can. Early in the season, I think you can. I think once Williams gets his legs under him and learns to trust that knee, I would then say you're you're in dire straits if he's your flex. I think you can too. I think you can too. Yeah, I think you can now. You get about three or four more weeks of it, and I think Williams will really take over that backfield, and P. Ryan will be in occasionally to spell him or if he has a little injury. Yep. Um, Eagles, Patriots. Whew. Your this boys game. deserve to lose this game. I'll be honest with you. They uh, they did, did everything in their power to lose. 25 to 20, uh, and it did not feel – I mean – it felt like a loss. It honestly, it really did. Hertz wasn't great. Um, Kenneth Gainwell, we already mentioned, he was leading the leading the charge here. Even Hertz on the ground wasn't great. Nine carries, thirty seven yards. Uh, AJ Brown was fine. Devonta Smith was fine. He found the end zone, but um, that was it, man. Dallas Goddard, a big goose egg. That's not going to happen. I mean, he ran a route on like ninety seven percent of the passing um, place. Uh, he, he's going to get his looks. Oh, I yeah. don't know what happened this week. Mac Jones was what QB two on the week against the Eagles. He started the game with a pick six. It was awesome. Eagles went up 16, nothing in about a minute and a half. And you thought this was going to be an absolute blowout, but the Patriots, they made their adjustments. Um, Mac Jones is going to be interesting. We'll see. I mentioned him earlier. We'll see how this season goes for him. Only his third 300 yard game of his career. It's a very young career, but only his third 300 yard game. And as you know, I have the Eagles defense, and I thought at just this amazing price. But I'll be honest, I'm worried. I am, because I couldn't believe they were just getting picked apart, and they look at times. When I see any defenders on the field looking at each other like this, their hands up, I'm not just on touchdowns, just like on a normal like little six-yard gain, I'm just like, what are we doing here, fellas? We, we that That's what worries me. It doesn't worry me. It's week one, okay? It's yeah. week one. But when I see defensive players look at each other with their hands up, I'm, I, it makes me wonder, like, what are we resting on our laurels? Are we expecting that defensive front to do everything? I, it, it concerns me because they have a team like the Vikings coming up, and are they going to give up 37 points Thursday night? Talk to I, me about I, your thoughts on the Eagles' D right now because I am not panicked, but I'm, I I will lie, be lying if I said I wasn't a little concerned. I just don't think they were ready. I think uh, I don't want to say resting on your laurels, but I don't think they took the Patriots seriously. Not after the terrible offensive, you know, showing they had last season. I think they were going to. Ro- I think that they thought they were going to roll in there, get five or six sacks, you know, get in the face of Mac Jones, and and you know, win thirty-five to thirteen. Uh, that obviously was not the case. I think they realize what's happening. I think they know what's coming and Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, you know, they're going to air it out probably, you know, at least on the level of the Patriots. So I think they're okay. They're going to make their adjustments. Um, I am not throwing up red flags yet. I maybe no, I, I'm, I'm not thinking that yellow flag. 
Yeah, I was definitely just a little concerned. I wrote to you how annoyed I was and texted you during the game. And really, the Patriots had two opportunities at the end of the game to push the ball down the field and maybe yes. get a score. And they just they blew it. They sort of shot themselves in the foot. But um, apart from that, I think the Eagles really just sort of took their foot off the gas. They, they got a pretty nice lead and then they just sort of backed off. That's why the fantasy numbers were yeah. pretty low. Uh, uh, Zeke, Zeke on the other side of the ball with what do you have, like 11 touches? Uh, I didn't 12 touches. Well. That was well, more than I anticipated. Yep. 43 total yards. Yeah. Ramondre, not good on the ground, 12 carries, 25 yards. But he did exactly what I thought he would do and how I told you he had, what, 89 or 87 targets last year. Six catches for 64 yards. He was he was ripping yeah. through that defense. Dude, with um, the addition of Jalen Carter, I don't see any team in the league really lighting up rushing stats on the Eagles. Yeah. That's the right. one thing. The thing I was worried about was – letting Mac Jones of all people with this receiving core of just a bunch of nobodies, just chunks, chunks, chunks. And again, arms up in the air. Like who, who's supposed to cover that guy? You know, guys over so, by seven yards. That's not supposed to happen even in week one. So I do think that Hunter Henry is going to be a viable start week to week. I, I, yeah, know, I wish I not had every him. week, not every week, but week to week. Um, but then Kendrick Bourne, six for 64 and two touchdowns. He basically did his best Jacoby Myers. They're the same What he does. Right? He does it twice a year. He had two touchdowns today. He'll have five at the end of the year. Who would you <laughs> rather have on your squad? The number two receiver in Jacoby Myers for the Raiders or maybe Kendrick Bourne, the number one receiver for the Patriots? Jacoby Myers. Okay. Yeah. He's a better player, I think, over the course of the season. He'll have – I don't like Kendrick Bourne as a number one. They're going to force feed him some. Yes, he had 11 targets, but, man, you got Devontae Adams on the other side. Jacoby Myers have endless single coverage. Like I said, I think he'll end up with nine touchdowns. I think Kendrick Bourne will end up with five. Uh, okay. All right. I, I think I probably lean Jacoby Myers, but it's uh, it's not a lot. Um, Rams smashed the Seahawks in, a, I think, one of the more surprising trash of the week. 30 to 13, 334 yards passing. Kyron Williams comes in and, for the most part, out carries Cam Akers 15 to 14. That last drive, I think Cam Akers had like eight carries, which put him at 22. But 22 for, most, for 29 yards. <laughs> I know. It was scored, right? And Kyron Williams got two touchdowns. Um, Puka Nakua was the star of the show here. Ten catches on 15 yeah. targets as a rookie first game. You mentioned game him last week about being a possible play. I I did. I, I grabbed him in a league or two. I'm not feeling confident you starting this week. Uh, no, not this week. I grabbed him off waivers. Um, I wanted to see how that was going to going to pan out. Uh, it panned out far better than even what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. But they do play the Niners this week. So if you went out and got him like I did, he's probably still going to be on my bench. Because I saw that Niners defense. Yeah. Tutu Atwell, six for 119. A receiver his size has literally never done it in the NFL. Pump the brakes on that. Okay. Tavon Austin was the number eight overall pick. Okay. Tavon Austin was who Tutu Atwell wants to be. And Tavon ended up being nothing. So let's let's not do that. Uh and then the Seahawks man did Geno Smith let us down. 112 total wow. yards. He looked good. First half. He went what do you have? Like eleven yards passing in yeah, the he second half. Great early. I know. Uh, Kenneth Walker looked good, I thought. Explosive carry of the ball. Unfortunately, he had 12 carries. 
Um, and then DK, luckily for him, three for 47, but he did get the score. So uh, he Lockett didn't let had you down. Two catches on the first series, didn't have another one the rest of the game. Only had four what you, targets. What do you do when Gino only throws for 112 yards? I, I don't even know what the answer is here because the Rams' defense isn't stout. They, Gino they, was, they wow. barely had 40 offensive plays. It was Unreal. awful. Kill me because I had Gina Smith and Locke in the once and done. And once again, I dug myself this massive freaking hole. Let me ask you this, though. Is there any one team in the league? And I guess the Jets are going to show us here real quick. Is there any one league in the team or one team in the league? Damn Miller lights that is more reliant on their quarterback to even have a chance of winning than the Rams. No, he. I mean, it has to be Stafford. If, and if Stafford doesn't throw for three hundred whatever yards, yeah, there's no team in the league. If he's in there, right. you always have that puncher's chance, always to beat anybody. Might not, and there, I still expect them to have a losing record. But if he's not in there, this score is flipped and maybe even worse than what it it was anyway. Yeah, and like I said, they're not even a good team. But if he's not there, they are done. Agreed. Done. Uh, moving on to the funnest game of the year Is to funnest watch. Funnest a word? Funnest. I think it seems like. Moving it. on to the most fun game to watch for the week. I said the year. Now, is that like proper? That's what I'm saying. We're going to have to research that for next week. Moving on to a game that was more fun to watch than the others. I, I'll buy that. I like that. The Miami Dolphins took down the Chargers 36 to 34 on the back of your QB1 Tua Tagovailoa. 466 yards passing in three scores. Uh, because your guy, Tyreek Hill, 11 for 215 and two touchdowns. The second best receiver was Jalen Wallace. I've been scoffed at, sir. No one scoffed at. But no, not necessarily you, but others, okay. friends of mine, other okay. people I talk to, that Tyreek will be the number one receiver this year. I get nothing but scoffing, and I'm tired of it. Look at it. Look at well, it. Well, I tell you what, one weekend he looked pretty good. I need Jalen Waddle to have more than four catches for 78 yards. I, we got to do something here. We were right on Mostert, question mark. Ten carries. He scored. He, he scored. Good job. Uh, but only 10 carries for 37 yards. I expected more uh, from him than that. And then the Chargers, Herbert was okay. 229 passing touchdown. You wanted, obviously, more from him on that. Uh, but what saved the day was his five carries, one of which went into the end zone. Austin Eckler is so good. Uh, 16 carries for him, 16 carries for Josh Kelly, 117 yards for Eckler, 91 for Josh Kelly. Both of them found pay dirt. And then uh, Keenan Allen was really the only receiver worth having six for 76 because Eckler took his share. And uh, Donald Parham, of course. Uh, yeah, he gets Your boy Mike Williams left the game for a good period, but then came back. And made a big, crucial catch. Did. That was odd. His yards was on one play, yeah. Um, so anybody listening, keep an eye on Eckler because they've already yes. they already brought up one of the practice uh, squad running backs and and he didn't practice today so uh this could be a big josh kelly week i played josh kelly i think last year that one week and the once and done the week he got like 30 points well i think it was the hope, playoffs too when eckler was I hope, out i hope you did what i did and got him when your eckler leaks yeah that that was not a case he's 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 a guy a long-term contract in my league so one quarterback that did the opposite of Russell Wilson 
only 15 completions, but 245 yards with those completions. And the only quarterback um, in week one to have three touchdowns and no interceptions. And that was Jordan Love. Yeah. How about it? And it's very uh, under the radar, too, because, like, you're not hearing anything about it. It's like nobody cares. I didn't, I didn't hardly hear about it during the game. I know. It's so weird. During the game, after the game. The game, 24 I, points. I know. Meanwhile, we keep everybody just keeps building up Justin Fields with his mammoth 11 points. Not now. Um, Aaron Jones, gosh, what a monster. 41 yards on the ground and a touchdown, plus uh, a bunch of yards, 86 through the air, and another score. He is hurt, did not practice today. Might be an A.J. Dillon week. We will see, um, which is not exciting with his one and a half yards of carry. Gosh, I why? Why do you do this to me, A.J. Dillon? Why? Um, Luke Musgrave, three for 50 in his NFL debut, came very close uh, to a bigger, a much bigger game. And then Romeo Dubs, only two catches. But guess what? When you have two of those catches be in the end zone, you are good to go. And then you already mentioned Justin Fields was not great. Um, nine carries, 59 yards on the ground, but only 216, one and one through the air. Roshan Johnson, though, I know a lot of his work came in. Um, Garbage time, but he was the recipient of yeah. that touchdown. Five catches for him. Oh, I'm sorry, five carries for um. Hold on, let me back up. Roshan scored the rushing touchdown. Yes, five carries for 20 yards. Dar- um, Darnell Mooney had the receiving touchdown. That was a hell Roshan of a throw. Johnson. I'll give him that. That was a hell of a throw. I don't know if you saw that. That throw, uh, yeah. but it was oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but Roshan Johnson also led the team with six catches. Um, so. More definitely more work than I thought we'd see from Roshan week one. So hey, that's you. You might want to stash him on your bench and see see what happens. See how so they did. Alexander two. did he blanket more the entire game or not? That I don't know. I don't either but, because how do you make that trade? You bring in this guy who's a potential top fifteen dude, and you give him two freaking targets. Seriously, and and, and you wonder why you lost. Uh, you're uh, not even. And, and they, I don't know if you read today. Uh, article line about how they're saying how uh coach was saying how fields was very passive not aggressive at all missed some throws that he didn't even go after and he needs to be more aggressive in the future but man why would you not use your best weapon you got me and the game you were behind the whole time so why weren't you chucking it up to him well maybe you know your quarterback can't really throw dude Um, did you not make a big mistake yeah, I, listen, I told I tried to tell him Trevor Lawrence was the guy. I tried to tell him he didn't listen. Um, oh, but real know. quick, uh, for again, those listening, uh, there's a chance keep an eye on Aaron Jones because he might not be playing this week. Right. Yeah, like I said, might be an AJ Dillon week. Uh, who knows? This is how stacked my team is there now, and I feel hard about this in my league of record, but I'm at the point that if I have to make a pickup, you know who I'm dropping? AJ Dillon. Yeah, you well he's the weakest guy on my team, and I never in a million years would have thought I'd say that, but he's just he's become he's doing just a total afterthought. 13 for 19. Your your quads are like this big around, and you're going 13 for 19. It's embarrassing. Uh, well, not as embarrassing as if you're the New York Giants because they got beat 40 to nothing. I read a thing, it was like no team has ever lost 40 to nothing. Um yeah. Had Danny Dimes meme turnover yeah. battle three to zero, uh, and all these got sacked six times, like something crazy. Uh, uh, pick six on a 
for an yeah. interception and a blocked field goal for a touchdown. It's or never happened to yeah, all this over the course of a season. Yeah, it happened to the Giants. Um, Before you that- even mention stats, can I just say, in Danny Dimes' defense, he had no chance. I, None. you and I could have been out there blocking for him. He'd have I was. A good I chance. was. That was a big, a big surprise. <laughs> I was going to tell you. The dude I played right guard. Literally. Not a he looked worse than a couple years ago. Mahomes in the Super Bowl when Tampa Bay was forced yeah. what the the biggest the most yards run behind scrimmage of a quarterback in NFL history. This was Poor worse God. looking than that. Poor guy. C.D. Lamb four for seventy seven, and then Tony Pollard got uh, two rushing scores. He looked really good, but outside of that, no cab. You didn't need it. They the Cowboys just didn't need. No, they got defensive touchdowns. They didn't have to do anything. Right, and there was not a single giant, obviously, to be owned. So, sorry, Saquon, um, Barkley owners. Just, it's not going to be this bad. bad. He averaged over four yards yeah. of carries. Just, it, I, I don't even know what to say. Week one, <laughs> but wow. If that's anything, any predictor of the future, this is going to be a long season. Yeah, sure is last game of the week Josh Allen and the Bills lost to the Aaron Rodgers list Jets um Rodgers tore his Achilles on play tore, tore his Achilles on play four Allen looked I heard someone I saw someone post on Twitter Josh Allen is just and I'm gonna do it is just Carson Wentz who runs more and I if you watch this game he certainly looked like a Carson Wentz throwing the football. One touchdown know. with three picks. Um, James Cook, he looked – his stats aren't fantastic, but I thought he looked better than the six for 36 – or the 12 for 46 he had. Um, and the, he did have four catches. But Stephon Diggs was the man, 10 for 102 and a touchdown. No other bills worth having. Let uh, me ask the, you this real quick. I did see, I saw, or listen, serious, Josh Allen, it's something like in his last 19 games, has had like 39 yes. turnovers. Yes, we're talking Jameis Winston, like, yeah, And you mentioned something else. I mean, what's next? Is he going to lose his home? Is he going to lose his titles? Okay. Is he going to get a long-range show on oh, Netflix? Listen, we're, 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 we're at an hour, maybe a little more. Let's just finish this up. Don't go I mean, I'm just saying, is his family going to disown him? So, I'm sorry for Jets fans. I, at least you got to feel the hype for a few months. That is all over with. Um, Aaron Rodgers probably wasn't going to get you Super Bowl anyway, but it was cool to think about Brees Hall, what a dude, coming back from a terrible injury, 10 for 127, which is easier to do when you have an 83-yard run that somehow oh, yeah, did not. yeah, it's all one play. Yeah, uh, and then receivers, Garrett Wilson had a ridiculous touchdown catch, but outside of that, um, I am not feeling good about anyone in a Jets jersey for fantasy whose last name is not Hall or Wilson. Well, I don't even feel good about Garrett Wilson. He'll be lucky to be a top 20 guy now. Well, he was a top, what was he, wide receiver 12 or something last year with that hodgepodge of guys they had? Yeah, but the, most of the hodgepodges were better than Zach Wilson. That's true. All right, the best thing they could do right now is sign Joe Flacco yesterday. Yeah, probably. They want to actually they win. Not. Said they might not. Um, Thanks for yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Rogers taught Zach Wilson enough. 
here in, in the preseason that he'll be able to get his act together and do something. Maybe he'll feel motivated more to to take this team somewhere. But yeah, from a fantasy standpoint, I don't feel good about anybody on either one of these teams really outside of Stefan Diggs, just because he's going to be force fed. Yeah, for sure. Uh, James Cook, we'll see. I mean, I, I wasn't big on James Cook coming in, but he seemed to be the guy. Uh, did, I know Dick, eight point three points speaks for itself. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's get to some of our starts of the week and then uh, wrap this thing up. Quarterback, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Let me look at my thing here. All right, well, I'll go I first. I had somebody in mind. Who was my person I had in mind? I'm going to go with Mac Jones. Going up against the Dolphins, they just, you know, gave up 21 points-ish to Justin Herbert. Mac Jones looked pretty good. It's a home game. Um, I'm interested to see how this goes. Now, obviously, we're rolling the dice here. Mac Jones could end up with 150 yards and one touchdown with one pick. Okay. But ride the way from last week, new offensive coordinators. Let's see what you got, Mac Jones. And again, I'm not giving you, I'm not telling you to start Patrick Mahomes. Okay. That's not what I'm here for. I'm, I'm, if you're streaming QBs, let's see what Mac Jones can do. Yeah. Cause we could all say to play Jalen Hurts every week. Who wouldn't? No, mine uh, was Jared Goff at home against Seattle, a team that's reeling, has to travel. And I think this game could be get completely out of control. I really, I, I saw a lot of people preseason that pick Seattle to like squeak into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they'll have a winning record. I think Gina Smith's Oof. coming back to earth real quick and they'll be lucky to be eight, nine. It's we'll see, man. It's you might be right. You might be absolutely correct. Um, Running backs. Joe Mixon. Let- that's who you got, Joe Mixon? Yeah, the Bengals eat up the freaking Ravens in all aspects. He might end up with 200 yards and four touchdowns. So you're starting any and all Bengals. Irv Smith Jr., get him Absolutely. out there. You know, I'm not a big Bengals guy. You know, I have my rules about the Bengals. But any they they as much as I hate it, they kill the Ravens. And, and I don't take my personal love for the Ravens into account. It has nothing to do with fantasy. I don't want it to happen, but I think Mixon could just be huge this week. All right, well, I'm going to try to see if Rashad White can have a bounce-back week. Obviously, he did his Alexander Madison impression and vice versa, but they're going up against Chicago. Chicago did not do well against Aaron Jones, and, um, well, they did well against A.J. Dillon. But Rashad White can catch passes out of the backfield. That's how Aaron Jones really hurt uh, the Chicago Bears' defense. So let's see what Rashad White can do. There you go. Receiver, you know who I'm going with? This Let's is a guy it. who I think if they don't do this week, this week, week, mm-hmm. if the Niners don't do this this week with this guy, he's going to become a squeaky wheel. And I think they're going to get the squeaky wheel before it becomes squeaky, Mr. Ebel, because I, I think he's starting to feel a little left out of this offense between the end of last season and then that game this week. And he is a loud mouth. And I really think they were going to want to nip that in the bud. I wouldn't be surprised if the guy has 15 touches in the game. Really? Yeah, I really think they're going to – I think things are going so well that the last thing they want is a distraction. Why not nip the distraction in the bud before it even becomes one? It's a lot of touches. It is, but rushes and catches, 15. That doesn't mean he'll catch them all. I'm just saying between targets and rushes, 15. Give me old man DeAndre Hopkins. Now, he doesn't have it. this – 
He doesn't have the speed that Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle have, but he does. He is facing the Chargers at home. So the Chargers are going to be making a flight across the country. Um, he already did. He's He's got a rapport at least a little bit with Tannehill. With, what do you have, six catches for 76 yards or something like that this week? So I, I would look to see him find the end zone this week. I know touchdowns are fluky, and I wouldn't bet on it. But if you told me DeAndre Hopkins was going to score this week, I would definitely uh, be on that train. Yeah. So my tight end, I decided to go with somebody that you went with last week. Yeah. Mr. Njoku. Okay. Pittsburgh okay. is reeling. They're awful. And I could see him pulling in a little TD. On Monday night game, they're going to be oh. all hy- hyped up. I really could see him pulling a TD. I don't expect big numbers, but maybe one of those three for 35 in a touchdown games. That's with back-to-back touchdown sort of guarantees. Uh, I'm going to go with the guy we talked about already, and I'm going to stack him with Mac Jones and get um, Hunter Henry out there. Um, I want to see what he's got, see if he can do it again. The uh, Mike Jasicki doesn't worry me or bother me at all. And uh, New England and Mac Jones, maybe with this new offensive scheme they have, they're really focusing on tight ends. I mean, Hunter Henry had, what, five for 56? Okay, we're looking for him. Let's do it. Let's Let's keep that up. Okay, so defense – I'm going to do something awful and pick a defense that anybody would love to play, but not just because they would love to play. Anyway. This week could throw up one of those like 40-point weeks. I got to go with the Cowboys against Zach Wilson. Oh, This could be – any week you want to play Dallas, you don't care who they're playing. If they're your defense, you're playing them. But this is one of those weeks that this could be a freaking nightmare worse than the Giants. Potentially. Potentially. Like a total freaking nightmare. Oh yeah, for sure. I um, I would definitely pick that as well. But I'll go. I'll go a little different. I told you in the preseason, the Saints, man, they have a great first six, seven weeks. Uh, they just had a nice showing. Took got three interceptions from Ryan Tannehill, and guess who? Guess where they're headed now? Carolina with a rookie quarterback who played scared against Atlanta. So New Orleans Saints is my defensive pick for the week. Speaking of defensive players, who was it this week that had to get three, got like a $250,000 bonus because he had to have three picks for the season, but he ended up getting three picks in the one game. It's one of, White, was it Whitehead? Whitehead? Yeah, it was Whitehead. Got him in, in, the, in week one. He got a $250,000 bonus. Second best receiver for the Bills behind uh, Stephon wow. Diggs. Um, real quick, before we head out, Monday night, two games. Yes. Monday uh, Saints and Panthers at 7.15, and then the Brown Steelers, as you mentioned, 8.15. This so, is big, big week because the Thursday night game's an awesome matchup. A lot we'll of see. good divisional games, and then two games Monday night. I'm excited. All right, folks, thanks for listening. Make sure you check us out. Get your bell on football podcast, Facebook, uh, Spotify, sometimes Twitter. And, uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Thank you all. See ya. See ya.